I took my glove off to do something and I, and I put it, I put the mitten back on that had the hand warmer in it. And it was just like at summer camp where you put the guy's hand in hot water and he'd pee himself or something. And I did that. I, I did it to myself. I peed myself in the middle of the race with these hot ends. And I thought like, Oh, oh no. my God, like, what are we, how, how far were you into this race, man? This was like 80, my 80 something miles okay. or something like that. But I got pulled right after that and just thought like, what a, what a, what a, what a night. You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends, and welcome to the Run the Riot podcast. Today, we're going to be talking with Mr. Kurt Stein. Kurt Stein and I are both on the Ultra Red team, and um, we've run a bunch quite a few of the same races and uh his media social media posts have cracked me up over the years uh kurt is a mathematician uh from arkansas originally he's living and teaching in maryland and uh, we talk a lot about um the races in his home state of arkansas uh particularly we talk about arkansas traveler and the love it 100 that i'll be doing shortly so i was picking his brain about some things and you get to to overhear that uh, we talk about his journey this year. Uh, he's on a journey to get stronger this year using kettlebells, uh, using maces and clubs. Yes. Yeah. He's cavemaning it up and a sandbag. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Uh, I, I love what he's doing. I love what he's trying to do. Um, so it's very interesting conversation today. Kurt's an interesting guy. He, he's, he's hilarious. Um, before we get started, <clears throat> we need to talk about our sponsors. First of all, uh, you need to go to Runner's World Tulsa. Uh, and if you don't live near Tulsa, go to www.runnersworldtulsa.com. Uh, the, if you need anything running, they have it. And if they don't have it, I'm sure they could order it for you. Uh, listen, everybody there, they run. They know ultra running. They know running. They, they've done. They've got many, many miles under their feet. And they've got nutrition. They've got shoes. They've got packs. They've got clothes whatever you need they've basically got it so check it out www.runnersworldtulsa.com also we are brought to you by the outlaw race series in fact if you're listening to this podcast uh, when it comes out the outlaw 100 is happening yeah some people are running 135 miles some people are running 100 some are running 50 26.2 half marathon 5k and dude it is cold right now uh, I think it's supposed to get like Sunday night is supposed to be in like the negatives here in the Tulsa area. Yeah. And they're not in the Tulsa area, but they're going to be cold, man. So anybody running that race, they are beasting it out right now. Uh, but man, you want to, all of the races in the outlaw race series are, are awesome. If you go to www.outlaw100.com, they've got the flat rock triple crown. Uh, those are in independence, Kansas, the Lake McMurtry run in Stillwater in April, the flower moon in Paw in May, the Dark and Dirty in Wilburton in July, the Thunderbird in Norman in November, and then of course the Outlaw Race Series that's going on right now, the Outlaw 100 um, in here in February. So check them out. Uh, man, sign up for one of these races. Uh, you won't regret it. They are amazing. And lastly but not least, T8.run, the letter T, the number 8.run. Uh, check it out. It's gear for ultra runners made by 
Ultra Runners and their flagship product. I had somebody else this week say something about, they said those commando shorts are no joke. And that's right. Uh, I wore I wore a pair this morning running 15 miles. Uh, the commando shorts are li- basically liners that go underneath your running shorts and they're guaranteed to keep you chafe free. And man, they live up to it. They protect the parts that need protecting down there. Very comfortable and they will keep you chafe free. And so check out T8.com run also man i'd love for you if you love the podcast you listen to the podcast go ahead and rate the podcast uh, on uh, apple uh, Podcasts. Uh, give it a five-star rating give it a little review on there what you like about it uh and guys if you ever have any suggestions of people you would love to see love to hear sorry see hear whatever you'd love to hear interviewed man shoot me a message um you know, shoot me a message on social media. Look up David Terrio or the Run the Riot podcast. We're on the Facebooks and the Instagrams and, and all that stuff. Or go to the website, runtheriot.run. Shoot me a message. Shoot me an email and let me know if somebody really interesting. And there's also a Patreon link on that website. If you feel like you want to partner with the podcast, man, I appreciate that. I would love that. And so, uh, yeah, I think that's about it for all of the intro information. So let's get into the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kurt Stein. Well, today on the Run the Riot podcast, we have Mr. Kurt Stein. Kurt, how are you, man? I'm doing all right, David. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me aboard. So, uh, you know, we got the video going, and some people, um, you know, some people are sitting on their couch. Some people are on their their uh, back deck and stuff. And you're like, you're. It's looking very clinical where you are, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm in the in the classroom, nonstop. Nonstop instructional services for uh, for the for the young and, and learning in our, in our of our nation. Nice. There you go. There you go. Go well, well. Good job. Thank you for what you do for uh, you know expanding young minds, molding the future of America. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, uh, so. You, you, you. We're both on the the outer red team, and so you know, I've been I've been kind of watching you. We share social media stuff, and, mm-hmm. and I don't know. You and I, I think we may have talked in person, like just briefly at at a Arkansas Traveler or something. And yeah, I don't I don't even know. Have we have we have we talked in person before? We've been in we the same place briefly yeah. at Traveler, and we've been in some of the same places. I, I would say that you you run with a little bit different crew than than I do. I like I know when I. Would see you a traveler. I'd still have you know fifteen miles to get to the turnaround. You're 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 twenty five miles ahead of me, and seeing you is always just a re- a reminder of like how far ahead of me you are. <laughs> well, not 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 trying to do that, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I know that's certainly not the intent, but uh, yeah. you know when I when I'm running up the uh, Smith Mountain, I guess that's the, the whatever the big climate travel or whatever, but I'm running up that and I see you running the other way. I'm excited seeing you guys, seeing you guys run hard. And then as soon as you pass me, I remember like, Oh man, I got, <laughs> I got a long way to go. Yeah, I got some work. I got places to go. Oh <laughs> man. Well, uh, well, so so uh, online and stuff, man. I just have to tell you, uh, and I haven't seen any for for a little while, and I don't know if it's on purpose, but your pictures of whatever you're drinking at the time with your straight face dude that <sighs> cracks me up. I, I switched my life like there he is again. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I will say that's a that's a muse that comes back from time to time, and and, and I I'd filmed some videos in the in the past where I would kind of goof around about the or the races or whatever. I I just I just lost it. Those used to come to me every few weeks, and I I take a picture and record one, and I just I just. I just can't do it anymore, man. You I don't want to do say it. it's not giving up. It's not gone. It's just, okay. it just hasn't come to see me lately. Okay. Gotcha, guys. It's just, it's just dormant. Like, life's keeping you busy. Is that you? Just- <laughs> it's, it's, it's a muse. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. 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 So, well, let's 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 talk about you know Kurt and, and how you got into this this ultra running thing, and we'll we'll visit some of the uh, some of the things that you know that you've done. But so you're originally from Arkansas, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's right. All right. So from, All right, good. from from Arkansas, and I would say I never never ran track, never did any never did any of that stuff when I was in when I was in high school. Never did any of that when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. So you just kind of what did you do in high school? What kind of high school guy were you? I'm just curious. Yeah, I you know I was a pretty good. I don't know. I I mean, I say I was a I was a pretty good student. Played a little baseball. Uh, I I would say I I knew that I was headed to college, but I wouldn't say that I was I was a particularly dedicated dedicated student. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I'd say that, well, that the. I mean, as the, a, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. There's a little lag there. You go ahead. You go ahead. I was gonna say when I, the day I started running, which is probably about ten years ago. I've been in the army. Never really ran in the army either. But I looked up <laughs> Arkansas and running, and Arkansas Traveler came up as like the first, one of the first, you know, whatever it was, Yahoo returns or whatever search engine we used back then. And I said, oh, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll I'll run that race, Arkansas Traveler. That looks. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of how. Well, like, like that was your target when you started running. Like, yeah, was, yeah. So I would say I looked up on the internet, looked up Arkansas running, and I uh, saw Traveler, and I was like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that someday. I mean, it was probably five, it was five years before I ran it. But I got you. But that was like your that was your goal. You wanted to you wanted to go back go back home and and run Arkansas Traveler. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh well, that's that's kind of cool. So, did you tell me about your progression in running, man? What did you? How did you? You know, build up and stuff. What did you? Marathon? So, so I, I I did run a I did run a couple marathons. I I had a friend who who was my I was in the army uh, out of college and and uh, I was in an engineer unit and I was not an I was not an engineer. I was a kind of a radio radio guy and me and the chaplain were the only other officers that weren't engineers so we'd always get paired up to go do crap on our own because we were un, un you know unlike <laughs> and uh and, and he ran and he ran marathons and stuff and i told him that i'd started to run and he's like you got to run a, a, a marathon so i trained and ran a marathon and hated it and i think signed up for another one and yeah eventually got to try nice 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 what was your first marathon so I don't think they run it any anymore, but I, I it was what I think it was what they used to call the Dallas White Rock Marathon. I went I lived in Dallas at the time. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've I've heard of it. I've heard of it. But uh, yeah, I, so, so I mean, so it sounds familiar, but there was like a White Rock Lake was like the the sort of recreational lake in Dallas, and and okay, you ran around the lake, and I think they canceled it or, or they I don't know. They call there's 
a race, I think the same weekend, they call it the Dallas Marathon now, but it's not the same. I don't think it's the same same event. Got you. Well, you said, okay, you said you hated it. How I always love to hear when people first, you know, hit the marathon distance. How, how, how did you feel? What, 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 did, what did your body do? And, and you know, so, so what was I not to like day, about it? <laughs> I would say that I would have, I would have quit. I would have quit at this race, but it was, I, I think it was the first weekend in December or something like the second weekend in December. And in Dallas, it's either you know, winter or it's, or it's summer in December. Right. And yeah, it, yeah. it was, it was raining and I wasn't dressed for it. It's probably 35 or 40 degrees and poured rain the whole time or something. And I, and I, I would have quit, but I was worried that had I stopped running that I would have just, I would have just died <laughs> of hypothermia or something. But I, there was some realization somewhere in it that I was just like, you know, I, got, I had a little GPS watch and, and fancy shoes and stuff, and I kind of realized that, like, none of that mattered at all. <laughs> <laughs> you, you still had to run it, and uh, you, could, you, could, you could run it or not. I mean, neither choice really mattered, but, but, but I ran it and, and, and finished it, and it was probably my best, probably time-wise, the best marathon I ever ran. I think I ran it sub four hours, which for me was, was, nice. uh, was an accomplishment. Yeah, signed up for another one. I think I think that day. So yeah, yeah there you go. I, I like I like what you said though. I had had the fancy shoes, the nice watch, but you still got to do it. And I think it's I think it's funny because I mean, technology is good, and all the the bells and like I was just reading about the new Coros watch and all the stuff like that, and and it's really cool. And the, you know, and and the, this carbon plated shoes, but like you still got to run it. You know, you still got to put the work in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of the secret you figure out every every race. <laughs> that's it, and you find out if you didn't put the work in when you get sure. to do it. Sure. You thought you did, you know. Uh, so, so you did. Uh, you signed up for another one, and uh, tell me, what was your first uh, ultra marathon? You know, okay, so like Arkansas Traveler is your goal. Hmm. What's your what was your first beyond marathon distance? So I think. Uh, my friend David and I ran a uh, different David. Uh, we ran a race, uh, I think would have been my first ultra. They called it El Scorcho in Dallas. It's probably t- uh, summer, 2011, 2012, something like that. So you ran it. There's a 50 K they ran in the middle of the summer in Fort Worth. Uh, okay. It started at midnight. So it wasn't too terribly, I mean, it's still hot, but, but, but not, you know, 80 degrees instead of a hundred degrees or whatever. Yeah, I think that was my first ultra. I, I, I think I would I would say, I would say that didn't really feel like it. I, I would say the first time I felt like I was really an ultra runner was I ran. They they run a fifty miler at Little Rock called Washington Trail Fifty, mm. and it kind of goes over. So you're on the Washington Trail, similar to like that first part of the Traveler course that, that you're familiar yeah. with, and you got to you climb over what they call the Pinnacle Mountain, kind of biggest tallest point in the little rock area or something so you go up and over that and uh, it's a tough race a lot of you know actually crossing water and getting your feet wet and stuff and and i would say finishing that race you know it felt like it felt like somebody driven spikes into my thighs and all and and i couldn't couldn't eat anything and i went and drank like three beers after and still didn't have to go to the bathroom for for six hours or something like that i, I would say at the end of that i was like that's yeah, yeah. an that was an ultra <laughs> you, you you were pretty pretty beat down then i mean just yeah it beat, beat you up yeah. but I, I had signed up for that one and i had signed up for traveler that same year 
and I okay. thought, like, how how the heck am I gonna how the heck am I gonna turn around and, and do it, do it again? And yeah. I think someone said travelers e- travelers easier than that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, all right. Well, that the first I remember the first time I did Traveler and and, you know, you're running a lot of, you know, gravel, Jeep roads and stuff like that. Well, when we got on the Washita Trail, that first section is is kind of down. It's fun. You know, you're like, woohoo. And I remember you pop out. I forgot what the name of that aid station is, but you pop out and, you know, you still still early in the race. And I remember telling the lady there like, man, that was fun, you know, and then she gave me some bacon and stuff. And, and yeah. then she's like, well, go get you some more. And you, it, you, then you, when you leave that aid station, you go like up, Straight <laughs> you up. Know, it's technical yeah. and up. It's like, oh, okay. I didn't want that part of it. <laughs> yeah. But, but then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> yeah, easy, quote unquote easy. You're still covering, you know, a lot. <laughs> it, it, it is, and I, I, I like the course. It's, it's a great, you know, that's a great race. Uh, good people yeah. run it. Good people, good people work the aid stations. It's just, uh, if that were just the first weekend in November instead of October, <laughs> that would just. That would just be yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. It gets it gets humid and warm, man. Um, it can get pretty funky out there. <laughs> and, and it's it's always. I, I mean, you, you live in Oklahoma, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Oklahoma. I'm originally from South Louisiana, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so I think Oklahoma is probably more similar to Arkansas in October, right? It could it could be there could be snow or it could be a hundred degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, it's weird, man. <laughs> yeah. So you seem to. I mean, you seem you 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 basically you plan every year to go back to Traveler because I mean you've absolutely been not. Much, no. <laughs> I've never run it. I've <laughs> Are you, are you, <laughs> so, so I'd say I'm I'm I am I would say I'm done with running. I'm done with ultra running for a little while. Okay, okay. And I'm going to tell you my new goal. I, I, I'm going to tell a secret to all your listeners. First of all, ultra running, ultra running is easy. You just gotta you just gotta do the training for it. So if okay. you kind of have the time to put into it, I, I think anyone could do it. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I I I, 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 I preach that. <laughs> what I'm trying to do now is train as little as possible, <laughs> and and still stay fit. So I, I try to limit myself to an hour a day of exercise. Okay. And and do no more than that. Uh. And try to stay fit. I've gained I've gained 35 pounds since my last traveler, but but I. <laughs> I'm, Come on. <laughs> I'm hitting the I'm hit I'm 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 uh I'm hitting weights and throwing kettlebells around and stuff like that. I find in an hour of that I can get a little more uh, you know work whatever done than yeah. than running sometimes. So just try something new for a while while the kids are small and yeah whatnot. yeah. So so you you you, uh, you just think, just for clarification and I do want to talk about your working out because I've seen your videos with Mace and <laughs> yeah, so we, yeah, we want yeah. to talk I want to talk about that I want to talk about that definitely want to talk about that okay I, I, okay. I like cross training I love that stuff so but so you just kind of for us you know at least for now you're taking a season uh off from from running or you know you just uh, so I, I I have a I have a I think I'm going to give strength one more good year uh, okay a good solid year of it and, and trying this hour stuff seeing how it's and really, I, you know, I, I run maybe eight miles a week or something, not very far, but but it's not like my times are 
getting worse. And the way I yeah. run doesn't feel that bad. So I kind of want to see, take a long pause and then, then see what it feels like to get back on the trails at 225, yeah. 235. Uh, <laughs> and just, yeah. and just see what that's like. Yeah. 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 So, so I'm, I'm a big proponent of, of, of cross training and I love, I, I enjoy my, like, like gym time. I, I like to go to the gym and right now, um, since I've been training for love it, which we'll get to, um, I haven't had as much gym time because I've been trying to put in, you know, hours on the trail and things like that. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's hard. You only got so many hours in a day. You know, we got families, you got work, you got, you know, sure. Stuff, sure. life. Um, so I, I see, I see your videos, man. And I, I see you, uh, with, uh, what it, you had the mace, you got the kettlebells and then, uh, what was the latest, what, what do you, the, some, uh, batons or what, what are those? So, so, so I've got, I've got some, some clubs. Clubs. You call like okay, I don't club. want to say you twirling a baton. That's wrong. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't. Can. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you call like levered weights or something? So, so a mace is what four feet long or something like that, all the weights down to the end. A club is probably half that long. Okay. And the weights kind of spread out. So, so they're they're different, right? But it, it it's something like you know, if you bench press or do barbell training or something, it's, it's the numbers are the only thing that matters, right? Not much technique or skill right. involved or anything like that. Not that it's easy, but yeah, any caveman could do it, right? The, the yeah, clubs yeah. and mace take a little bit of, a little bit of finesse, a little bit of your body all working together, all that, uh, all, all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's just, I don't know, something a little more interesting and I can, I can do it at home, which, which, which is always a good thing. Yeah. Well, I see that on your back porch, you know, on your back porch, there's snow out there and you're just out there. I mean, just he man in it, you know, <laughs> got that beard, it's snow, you got your shirt off, just cave in it out there, dude. I like, it's cool though. Well, I like it's, it. It's, so I, I, I have a, uh, I have a, a sandbag also is something that I like. That's, and it, it's, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know, I, it's, it's something nice to, uh, kind of similar to your barbell i have a bunch of different 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 size kind of weights and if i want to go 100 pounds i can i can i can make that or go lighter heavier or something and it's just i love it it's a lot of fun but the the it'll stain my t-shirt if i wear a t-shirt and throw it around there will be like mud and stuff coming out of the sandbag so i've got (laughs) to i always take my shirt off like you say he manned it but it it is it is slightly functional <laughs> no, I mean it's, 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 you're on your back porch, dude. It's awesome. So, but okay, so I've never like I've, I've I maybe saw one like for sale, but you're the first person that I saw like using the mace. And so, um, I, you know, like you said, I, I would imagine that very good for for full body, just core, because of the way you know you're holding it and and swinging it around. But of course, I'm doing it right here, and people listening to podcasts don't know what I'm doing. But you know, yeah. but I mean, a lot of control, a lot of core strength, and, and I guess same with the sandbag and and and, and all of those. It, yeah. So I, I at least the I, I try to think of my of, of the exercise I do is choosing movements that I want to, that I want to capture something, right? So okay. some kind of, some kind of hinge or some kind of overhead press or something like that. And then, you know, there's nothing I do that's just isolated, right? I'm trying to, to pick something up, stabilize my body, push against something like that. So everything I do, I try to, I try to do something. And you're right with the, with the mace, it's a good core exercise. You're moving your arms way around your head and a range of motion. We just, 
we just don't do very much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, being able to hold your body still while you swing that swing that mace around is 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 tough. I I know you see this. I mean, you're 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 a lot stronger than most most ultra certainly the most most certainly most humans and definitely most ultra runners. But you know how you see guys later in the race hunched over and Mm -hmm. uh, just look like they're uncomfortable. Yeah, Yeah, bit. Yeah. (laughs) We're not we're not to the side. Yeah. Yeah, the mace will fix that. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, that's that's really that's really, now. Do you, you have are the like the move the movements that you're doing are those are these things that uh, you just kind of research and just found you know or uh, you know or, or things you're trying yourself? There's a, a YouTube channel I, I watch that or okay. Uh, the guy the guy's name is Mark Wildman and he he's, he's kind <laughs> nice. of a stunt man or something and and he. He he does a great job walking you through progressions from easy to hard and stuff and it, it, it's it's a guy I'd probably pay the guy two hundred dollars a month if 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 he offered <laughs> coaching services or something but <laughs> yeah. it's all it's all on the internet it's, it's it's perfect so so I would say I follow I followed his stuff and that that kind of showed me that you know I I, I think a lot of these with a lot of social media you kind of see the you kind of see everybody's highlight reel. But it doesn't feel yeah. like that when you're looking at it, right? So you you yeah. try to do something that you see someone else do, you have some trouble with it, yeah. and a lot of times it makes you want to quit or whatever. And and I would say his stuff kind of showed you how to kind of ease into it. And, and yeah, yeah. And I and yeah, I like that. Well, no. So so you in your I mean, and I'm guessing it would be yeah. But in your opinion, like for somebody who's going to keep running and has limited time. Um, st- these these types of workouts would probably be, and and also uh, I I saw and I want to try I have but you, uh, with your kettlebell you do the Turkish uh, stand ups uh, that's something that uh, man a, a lot of control a lot of technique but it, man just like a, your whole body you know uh, but but I think it would be good for an ultra runner to you know to incorporate those a couple three times a week into in their workout. Yeah, I think I think kettlebells are probably about the right. Kettlebells are probably about the right mix of 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 I don't want to say easy to learn how to do, but they're easier to learn how to do than the the mace or clubs or anything like that. You still got that kind of uh, kind of cross body stabilization, all kind of all, every every load is is off of center. Yeah, uh, I think kettlebells are probably the, probably about the right. If I could pick. If I had, if if I were a coach, which I'm not, but if I were going to tell an athlete to do some strength training, I would say a kettlebell like that with some swings, some presses, get ups like that would probably put any runner in a much better, much more successful position, and only take maybe you know, total an extra hour or two hours of training per week, right? Which is yes, yeah, which is what you, which is what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how how heavy is your mace, by the way? I I don't even. It looks heavy. So. So I, I mean, I, I have I have a whole setup from like seven pounds to I think my heaviest. Oh, okay. Thirty pounds, and maybe a five pound increments or something. But yeah, really, okay. Beyond beyond, I'd say beyond fifteen pounds, you're probably getting diminishing returns in the house <laughs> and gotcha, how valuable gotcha. it, valuable a tool it is. At a certain point, yeah, you can swing it, but that's that's all you. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's all you can do. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it's obvious that a lot of it, and even, even, even at the gym, lifting weights and stuff, you can throw weights around, but you know, when you, when you can control, when you got control, you know, when you're controlling it and yeah. doing, you know, um, you can do different things and right. uh, it's not just flinging everywhere. Cause you could, like you said, you can just, you know, swing it, swing a mace like a wand, like Harry Potter or something. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I always tell people, uh, people ask me a lot, like, Hey, I want to get a mace. I want to get a club. How heavy should I get? Cause I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real strong guy. And I was like, I got it. <laughs> 10 pounds, <laughs> 10 pounds, maybe 15 pounds. If you feel, if you feel, if you feel real, real sporty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could probably even use a, a a lighter sledgehammer to get started. I, I think, think a sledgehammer would be a sledgehammer would be perfect. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, so, uh, I, I, I had I had to ask you about that. So I, <laughs> you might you I don't know if I'm gonna post videos because I you know probably the first few I'll be hitting myself in the head, but I'm I think I'm gonna start after love it incorporating some some things like that because it anyway. So so we'll see what okay. happens. I might have. Knots on my head from dropping it on my. But anyway, we'll uh, I hit, yeah, I hit myself every week. <laughs> so, okay, all right. That's not encouraging, man. <laughs> so, um, well, let's let's talk a little bit. Okay, so, uh, you done traveler quite a bit, and uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, um, and that like you said, good race, great race, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. Great aid stations, and I commend it to to you know anybody who wants to, especially uh, you know um, if you want to qualify for Western states or whatever, it's a qualifier. It's mm-hmm. it's great. It's fun. Uh, aid stations are awesome, and uh, you, you might even get to see some snakes. And <laughs> yeah, no. and, and it's a it's a I would say it, it's it's hard enough to make you feel like you you've earned it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I would say it's it's also something that I think if you dedicate a little bit of time to, I think just about anybody could could achieve a finish there. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I, I've never run like I, I'm not trying to pick on it, but like Tunnel Hill or something that that is very flat. Right. I've never done. Yeah. A, I've never done a race like that. But, you, you know, we're always picking on each other as runners and all right. I, 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 you know, people say I ran a hundred. Would you run Tunnel Hill? Oh, yeah. <laughs> OK. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're still covering a hundred miles, but, you know, it's not nothing easy about it. But I say right. tra- Traveler was just just a step up in difficulty and uh, enough to, to where I. I, I don't know. I, I, a lot of times in my life, I'll accomplish something and I'll feel like that was a. I, I snuck by everybody this time. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't feel that way at Traveler. Right? You gotta, yeah. you gotta earn it. And, yeah. And, and, and you, yeah. And I did. You gotta, you gotta put. Yeah. You gotta put the work in. Uh, uh, so, so talking about hard races, it, you, you've done love it twice. And that's that's a that's a pretty good step up then, you know, from my my understanding, everything I'm seeing, having done Traveler and then reading on Love It, that's a good step up from in difficulty there, right? It's a it's a decent step up. So so say so the good things are you have more time, right? I think I, or at least for me, mm-hmm. right? I'm always I'm I'm I, I need all I need all the time on the course I can get, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it it is. It's a decent step up. Yeah, like you said, travelers a lot of uh, fire roads and gravel and stuff like that. Love it is very little of that. Uh, yeah, a lot of up and down. Plus, you got to deal with two nights, 
two nights at Lovin' and a short day. Also, it's run in February, which is, you know, it's never like, yeah. how do you make a race easier? Hold it in February. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I find it, I find it tough and, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not a great, I would say I'm not a great and real technically skilled runner, but I found there were parts of Love It, you, you know, sort of trail runner mantra or whatever is like walk the uphills, uh, yeah. uh, run the downhills or something. The, the downhills would be so rocky, you kind of got to tiptoe down those also. So yeah, I think, yeah. I, think it's a, I think it's a big step up. Now, I think the web, if Dustin's, I don't want Dustin to think I'm picking on his website or anything. I think the website is a little optimistic about how much how much elevation gain is on the course. Mm. I think people used to say like 20. I run it twice and measured it my, with my watch. I think it's like 16 or something like that. Still, that's probably 6,000 more than Traveler, but but that's it's not like you're running, I don't know, what, Eastern States at 50,000. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. It's, it's enough. It's enough. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the estimations at fifteen thousand and twenty thousand around twenty. So it's like okay, we'll just whatever. <laughs> yeah. How, now, how was the how was the weather when you did it? Because like it's like like anything, I guess in in this area, February it can be decent. It can be I don't know, frozen rain. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was at the start line to run it three years ago and they got their permit pulled in 2018 because of uh, rain. It'd been raining all week. You know, I traveled to the area dropping off drop bags and it's like no race. And, and I, if you're like me, I'm a little disappointed, but I was like relieved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I got an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next year it, it, it rained also, but it didn't really start raining till, I mean, like right when the race started, <laughs> nice. Like they, you know, set go and it just just poured for. I mean, I think it rained. I, I, whatever time the race starts, four in the afternoon or something like that. It rained from then until yeah, probably twelve or eighteen hours or something like that. Just just poured nonstop. So much water on the course. Tons of water crossings. <laughs> so it made for a nice night. A cool, yeah. cool night. <laughs> so I. Uh, a friend of mine crewed and 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 paced me later, and he had took taken a lot of videos from it. I've gone back and looked at some of them, and and he's just trying to film from inside his his car, and like you can't even hear him because it's raining so hard. And I was like, I feel bad for the guy running it. And then I was like, Oh, that was <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yeah. so, so I'd say a lot of times it, it's it doesn't feel as bad when you're in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. You just but doing what I, you got to do. But by the second day. Uh, I, I mean, every two or three minutes, you were crossing some stream or something, and and some of it, some of it, some of it pretty high, yeah. but uh, the following year, I think it's twenty twenty. Um, I, I mean, it got a little cool at night, but but no rain, no bad weather. I, I mean, it was in the it was maybe high thirties at night and fifties or sixties in the day. I mean, absolutely perfect. Yeah. I was wondering. I was like, "Where are all those creeks we were running through last year? Like, <laughs> yeah. didn't didn't get your feet wet at yeah. all?" Yeah. So, so if you, um, you know, I've done done all the. Just, I mean, I'm tapering, kind of doing a little training here okay. and there, but 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 not without the training. What would you? What advice would you give somebody who like me who's about to do it? So, I, I my 
So again, you know, I'm sure you're looking at the course, thinking of thinking of a decent decent goal goal time or something like that. Yeah. The advice I try to give is is that is that uh, go out go out slow the the, the first night. Yeah. I, I would I would probably try to push. I think you get about an hour and a half of daylight. Uh, yeah. So I would I would try to get up and over. I think Hickory, you, you you kind of start out and go over Hickory Nut Mountain at the at the start of the course. I would try to get yeah. up and over that as much as you can. <laughs> and yeah, you, yeah. You will. But that first fifty k is pretty. It's a lot. It's a lot nicer part of the course than the back half. It's not as scenic, but it, it's it's not as rocky. I think. I I. I it's a little more heavily trafficked, I think, by whatever like the local mountain bike club is or something. So you know how their yeah. trails are. It's it's just yeah. a lot easier. I I worry. I mean, I don't worry because I don't have this problem. But I would worry that a faster runner could really, uh, really get ahead of themselves on that on that on that first fifty right. k. Yeah. Now I never, like I said, I don't have that problem, but I would, I would be, uh, I would be a little wary of wary of that. Probably, yeah, first thirty, thirty-five miles before you go back over over the mountain. Yeah. Uh, that's that would be that would be my advice. Gotcha. Okay. Good. Good. And, 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 I'll take just, it. It's, it's just a. Uh, so that 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 was an, the and then after that you kind of go up and over what they call I think they call it Bear Mountain or something you got about like a ten mile stretch or so between eight stations that's the real scenic part of the course yeah. Yeah. so take take that all in I hope it's not nighttime or whatever when you run it I, I always end up with two two days there yeah I think I think it, that hopefully that'll be that should be around the next around the next next day sometime so and i've run portions of that a hike part of that before and uh so it'll be fun it'll be yeah yeah it's a it's a the first year i ran like i said it was it was rainy and stormy the first time i was over you know i was just running in a cloud uh i couldn't see anything (laughs) oh man and then uh, on the back you know but did the back half of the course came back several hours later and it was all cleared out and i was just like I mean, you forget it's a love it Lake Wachita Vista Trail 100, and you're like looking yeah, at yeah. this beautiful lake, and I was like, oh, that's the Vista. That's the, you got it. That's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that what it. they meant. Yeah, that's it's it aptly named. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah the most most scenic scenic part of any race that I've ever I've ever I've ever run. Now I know you've run you've run you've run some of the big ones out west and stuff. I'll, I'll take your. I'll, I'd like to. I would like to hear from a seasoned veteran how how Lovett stacks up to to uh, California or any of those any of those other ones. Yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm excited to run it. And my my parents live out in a uh, uh, Hot Springs Village, and uh, so I've got you know. I get to visit okay. The, okay. I get to visit the area, and it's it's just it's just it's a beautiful area, and and it's it's right there, you know. I mean, for for us in here in Oklahoma, and for you know when I lived in Louisiana, I wish I'd have known it was it, it was that nice i mean arkansas is beautiful man <laughs> yeah it's almost one of those like i mean i i grew up there went to college there and like never went never went there right? yeah I yeah mean, yeah <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah so even even arkansas i don't think it's super super well known but but it, it's the kind of race when you when you when you run it and see how good the course is see how how nice the aid stations are and they give i mean i'm not sure what they're giving you this year but like last couple of years it's been like a North Face fleece jacket and not one of the crummy ones or something. It's like, yeah, how much is this? <laughs> how much is this race? 
Yeah, I was surprised when they were asking me and they sent the mock up and uh, you know what size you wear, and I was like, oh, I get, I get, I get that too. Cool. <laughs> I better finish. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, it, <laughs> I, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would not recommend that race to, to, uh, to a first timer or, or, or even, yeah. even someone a little bit green. But as far as races go, I, 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 I can't, I can't imagine that it's, I can't imagine that it is, you know, that much less challenging than your trail runner magazine pr- profile races or anything like that. And, and yeah, yeah. You're out there with a dozen or two dozen runners that do the hundred miler or something. It's, I, I think it's great. I, I think you're, I think you're going to have a good time out there. Well, I appreciate it. And 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 uh, and just every race I've done, I've done the um, the the full moon 50k and stuff and all that. Every race I've done in out there in Arkansas, the community, the the trail running community is awesome. Um, I'm a little leery about the uh, what is it the the blakely dam road aid station because those yahoos that are running that aid station uh, is chris and ronnie and everyone i don't know what's oh yeah 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 brady mountain road yeah they're they're they're, they're those guys are nuts they're fun they do they do okay yeah. uh, i don't tell you they always get mad at me for for Last year they they were you're spending too much time here get out of the aid station I'm like you dudes just made me a burrito I'm gonna sit here and eat it I'm not I'm not gonna leave well some of the videos they've got and I read one of the race reports that uh, they were shaving shaving mohawks there and uh, drawing tattoos they even had a a BB gun with a, a target yeah. for people to I, I, yeah they wrote. They wrote "Leave Britney Alone" on my legs last yeah. year, so it was just a good, a good time. Nice. But <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you're going to ask for 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 if you're going to ask for an aid station, right? You got Chris and Ronnie and 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 oh, Sharon yeah. working there, right? You know, veteran yeah. veteran runners that they yeah. know how to know awesome. how to take care of you, right? Not, yeah. 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 As, as long as you keep Chris off of a ladder with a chainsaw, and he'll, oh, he'll be no all right. Kidding. No kidding. <laughs> I need, yeah, to get so, it, I need to get him on the podcast just so he can tell that story. <laughs> I mean, the amazing part, I mean, he, he, so he broke his hip, had hip surgery, and yeah. I think still, still put up 3,500 miles last year or something, right? I, I mean, yeah. and didn't run for I, I was, three months or something like that. Insane. Yeah, it was crazy because I was I was just kind of keeping up. He'd give a little report every week, and he was like getting a few miles. I was like, oh, cool. And then before you know it, he's like out there, you know, crushing twenty five miles on trail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You know, we 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 talk a fair amount. I was like, hey, dude, uh, like, you know, you never want to tell anybody anything. But I'm like, it's okay to listen to your body, man. <laughs> listen to a doctor, even though they don't they don't know anything. And he, he's like, yeah, doctor said I could do it, so. I'm like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Yeah. 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 I mean, as long as you're healthy, it's, uh, it's good. So, all right, I'm going to interrupt me and Kurt just for a minute. I want to tell you about a race that you need to hear about. Yeah. It's the snake run. Yeah, March 14th at Turkey Mountain, uh, the guys and gals at Runner's World are putting on the snake run. It's a three-hour and six-hour run. Uh, Turkey Mountain is where I do a whole bunch of my training, my trail training around here in Tulsa area. Um, So you need to check that out. 
The snake, look it up. The snake run. It's March 14th. It's awesome. So yeah, be there. I, I think I'm going to be there. I should be there. We'll see. I might be there. All right. And then also before that, March 13th is the St. Patrick's Day 5K and one mile fun run. The proceeds benefit the Special Olympics of Oklahoma and the Tulsa Running Club. It's it's St. Patrick's Day, man. So it's going to be fun. Come out there. Wear green. Have a good time. It's going to be a party with a, a 5K somewhere in the middle of it. All right. And there'll be door prizes and all that stuff. So you can find out about that one at www.runnersworldtulsa.com. Calm. All right, let's get back to me and Kurt. Um, so you, you've done you've done uh, some of these races. You, you t- you're taking a break now. Um, but you know, like I said, I've I've, I've enjoyed kind of watching your 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 adventures and uh, your shenanigans and uh, some of the things you put out. Now I remember seeing a picture, and and I'd love to hear the story. And I don't remember which marathon it was, but you ran a marathon in some pretty short cut off jean shorts and uh wasn't a flannel flannel shirt with it too it wasn't a flannel shirt it was just a it was but it was just a plaid shirt oh it was a plaid shirt okay okay (laughs) just not a flannel yeah so so i i i'll give you a little bit of background this will take a minute to get to but i feel a lot of times like like fitness and exercise is a uh, it's almost a commodity or something. It's almost something you feel like you've got to buy and not just something that you do. Mm. Like I bought a kettlebell from, I don't want to say the name of the company. But I bought a kettlebell from a, from a company and I got okay. it and the, the handle's all rough on it. And I had to get a, you know, a file out and file the handle down and sand it all down and make it smooth. And I, I, it hit me that like this company meant to sell something that looks like a kettlebell, but they didn't, they didn't. They weren't selling you a kettlebell to use, right? It's just like most yeah. stuff is meant to be just be sold. And, and so I try every now and then to give up the give up the. I was going to say Gore-Tex shorts, but whatever shorts are made of, <laughs> whatever running shorts are made of, give up, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. give up the give up the tech stuff and yeah, and yeah. and see how little a difference it, a little a difference it makes. I, I, I guess I. I would never want anyone to be discouraged for movement or exercise or running because they didn't feel like they had the right, yeah, had the right stuff. So I, I know I'm being a goofball. I had the belt on and stuff, and I, I even it might have had a fanny pack. I can't remember, but but like, <laughs> you're showing, awesome. you, you can show up and you can show up in anything, and it, 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 it I, I mean the, the the running stuff is nicer, right? But it's not. Yeah. I would find out that you you probably don't miss it that you probably won't miss it as much as you, as you think you would. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is 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 I like you know usually when I'm running a race I want to try to get in and try to try to best my times I'm kind of you know trying mm-hmm. to do stuff like that but not always sure. and and one of the cool things is I've been married it'll be four years uh, this weekend and my wife she likes to, you know she runs runs the races and stuff mm-hmm. and she likes to we, we dress up we'll dress up like superheroes and stuff like that okay, yeah. and so that's kind of that's kind of got me like okay i'm not gonna take this this made me have more fun races you know i still have a goal race but like you know when you go run like the little rock marathon have you done the little rock marathon yet I have, yeah, I've run it, I've run it two or three times, so I've run it before. Okay, 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 yeah, and well, that atmosphere, and, you know, um, so... I, I even shaved my beard and and uh, I was dressed as He-Man with the sword and everything and and the 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 the, the skirt and all yeah, and yeah, yeah. like 
and it was it was a blast. It, it's fun, you know. And so so just not to I don't know just to just to go out and have fun. Still run, still run hard, but but enjoy it and 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 you know hey bring joy to kids when they see He Man's running. <laughs> You know, or Batman or Superman or whatever. And uh, or I'm sure people seeing you in your shorts <laughs> probably got a kick out of that. <laughs> Which race was that anyway? So I think that that might have been a, I think that might have been a half marathon. Uh, OK, I, I think in Frederick or might have been a, either Frederick half marathon or Baltimore marathon or something like that here. Uh, yeah. One of those. Yeah. two. Yeah, I just I just. I, I feel like we get a little bit we get a little bit hung up on some of the details yeah. and all right. Sometimes, sometimes miss out on, on why we're doing it to begin with it should be to be healthy, motivate yourself and to have some fun. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And I've been guilty of, of even tra- training and so focused on looking at my feet or where I'm stepping or time or whatever that I don't, pause and, and look around and realize, you know, uh, we were at Devil's Den uh, State Park uh, mm-hmm. last weekend. Man, I had never been there. And so I would myself slow. Beautiful, man. It is a that is a beautiful place. And just take it in and enjoy enjoy what we what we get to do, you know, just <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I, we forget it. Right. But it's, it's a gift to be able to to do it. Right. And uh, yeah, try, trying to trying to always get back to that is, 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 is important, right? Yeah. A lot of times we can turn, we can turn this into a second or a third job. Right. And and I don't want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Busy enough. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, though, um, if ever you decide to uh, I did do Wolverine at the Route 66 here in Tulsa one year. And um, if you do, Dress up and wear a full pleather bodysuit. Um, uh, chafing is a real issue. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. It was bad. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. But um, so so um, anyway, this journey that you're on now. Okay. Because yes, uh, y- your philosophy on training before. What was your philosophy on training? Kind of how did you train when you were doing traveler before? What was your your I don't know. I guess like your peak mileage. How did you do it? So I would I would try to. Just training in general, right? So I try to pick a few, a few races a year that I that I would just I would try to run, right? And uh, usually it'd be traveler, and and I'd run. There's a hundred miler near me called Devil Dog with a with another great race director and great great support system and all. My uh, so here on the East Coast, right? I, I've been a running club called the Virginia Happy Trails Running Club. Very big okay. running club. There's you know there's a race every Every weekend, I could probably drive an hour and hit an ultra of, of some sort, right? Yeah. So being able to, it's not like in Arkansas where you can run every every ultra in the state and race five times a year, right? Yeah. This is yeah, a chance yeah. to, to you kind of got to really choose, carefully select some of your goals and yeah. then just try to train for those. So I try to hit a couple 50 milers a year. And then maybe pick a couple of hundreds. Uh, I try to try to travel every kind of be my my fun one or something. And then you try to reach for something like Devil Dog or Love It that was a little a little tougher. Yeah. Uh, in terms of mileage, I try to hit back back then anyway. I tried to hit forty miles about every week. Okay. Just just year round almost. Yeah. And then maybe try to get to 
get up around 60, 50, 60 towards your race or something. I find that was a, that was about the most I could. That was about the most I could get away with before I was, you know, falling asleep at work and stuff. And, and, yeah. and probably the, about the least I could, I could get away with and, and, and still perform and finish at the race. Right. I, yeah. I think if you're a decent enough athlete, you could probably get away with, I wouldn't want to say 30 miles a week, but you could probably run 30 miles a week and, 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 and have some, some success at some races. Right. Yeah. Not you, not you. Just yeah. real athletes. Well, you no. Do. <laughs> well, no, I, you know, and I, I think, I think, I think you could, uh, and uh, you know, you could out. You know, I mean, really, a lot of the, especially a lot of the times on a hundred miler, you could, you could gut it out, you know, hike it out, and and you know, it's going to hurt and be painful if you got low mileage training. I just tell people, you know, you rather space the pain out in your training <laughs> if you can, you know. Yeah, but it's almost like you know you could hurt every weekend and train and train big, or or uh, or just just blow that off and hurt one hurt one weekend at the race. <laughs> just hurt one big weekend, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, you know, it, it depends a lot of what, these what are, your goals. Are just uh, you know, managing your races is, is is so important, right? It, it's mm-hmm. uh, I, so I mean I'm a, I'm a mathematician. These are highly complex and nonlinear problems, right? But you know you have your your all your chemicals from your emotions, the weather of the race, the food you eat, all your training, right? It, it, you know there, any one of these things could could screw your whole whole race up, right? Yeah, <laughs> being yeah, able to, yeah. Being able to manage that and 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 keep it all together, right? You have you have guys that are great runners and put together great blocks of training. Uh, who can't finish these races. Yeah. And then you have people, uh, you have other people who, who you think this guy hasn't hit his training. He's going to do terrible. And then, yeah. you know, they're tripping on buckles at their house. Right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Would you, you, um, so, so being a, I was going you know, being a mathematician and the, that kind of mindset, do you, like, and traveler, I love it. Do you kind of do sp- the spreadsheet thing with your aid stations? Do you figure out your calories? I mean, so I know you I, go out and you have a good time with it, but how much? Yeah, how do, how much do you do that? I have a good uh, yeah. So what I try to do is at least calories. I, I so I'll, I'll say also we I, I don't think I don't think we have a real good idea of what works for training, right? If there was a definite formula for success at a hundred mile, everybody would be doing it. We don't. I think there's yeah. a lot of ways to be successful at it. Mm-hmm. I think I heard somewhere, and I don't know if this is accurate or not, that you can only process 200 or 300 calories an hour or something or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And so what I always tried to do was eat as many gels as I could. Try to eat two gels an hour. I can't believe that. It sounds disgusting. Eat two gels an hour <laughs> for as long as I could. Yeah. And I just look at everything in an aid station. Just look. Just I walk past the food at every aid station. Look at everything. If there's something that jumps out of me, eat that. But don't eat anything else otherwise. I don't eat any. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That now, now if it's if it's I don't know coming from a, just just from a mathematician. Uh, so my, I, I'm skeptical of some aid station food. If you go to like Brady Mountain where. Chris or Ronnie or Sharon's going to be working a grill and cooking eggs and bacon for you right there. I'll eat that. But if yeah, it's a yeah. if it's a ham sandwich on the side of Smith Mountain that's been sitting in the sun for six hours or something like that, I'm not going <laughs> to. 
I might not really. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I, I think what matters more than anything is, is just being able to, just being able to get and hold on to those calories, especially earlier earlier in the race when when you probably yeah. don't really want to eat all the time. At least me by my mile seventy or whatever, I'm I'm not eating a gel. That's <laughs> yeah 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 you, you, you got to eat real food after after a while. But I I do try to I do try to. So I had a traveler spreadsheet that I kept adding on to. I always had my times when I hit the aid stations of previous years, just to sort of see, yeah. see that and try to remember how I was feeling then or something. And 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 it's it's uh, it, it's something, right? But I, I never try to. I never try that much to to you know set goal times and try to hit hit a certain thing i just try to okay. try to be aware be a little bit aware of where i'd been in the past at that point in the race and try yeah. to pick it up or slow down or whatever so you uh you said something a while ago about how you you, you kind of you know thought about how you felt in previous races when you hit the aid station everybody hits the the lows and you know has you know you hit some lows during a hundred miler and so how do you mentally you know how do you deal with that you know just maintain a good mindset during during the entirety of a race what do you what kind of tools do you use are you so i i yes this is a little a little tricky sometimes Uh, something i always try to do is is to is to pretend to be real happy (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah if you know you know try to almost like you know, treat myself as being real corny or something and, 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 and goof around with myself and tell jokes or something like that. I, and I do tell people it gets, things get weird out there. And, and I, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I tell you, I was at the top of, I was at the top of Smith mountain. This was a few years ago. At the top of the Smith mountain. For some reason, I didn't want to, I didn't want to bother anybody by asking for a pacer. So I went the whole race without a pacer, which, you know, salty veteran runner, you can get away with it. A guy like me, back to the packer, I'd, rec- I'd recommend getting a pacer. But I didn't want to bother anybody, so I didn't have a pacer. Yeah. I stopped at the top of the mountain, and I had, like, stepped off trail and, and gone to the bathroom or something. I guess when I came back to the trail, I wasn't sure which way I'd come from, and I was, like, right at the top. So it was, like, down both ways or something. Oh, and, man, yeah. And I saw a headlight. I saw a headlight come coming up on the trail and i was like that guy has the same headlamp i had this is gonna be he's gonna be great and i'll just follow him down the mountain and the guy gets closer and it was it was me encountered myself from the race three years ago so i was wearing the clothes from three years ago and uh uh, i I was like hey kurt man it's it's good to see you and he said like I said he like asked me how I, I asked myself how I was doing and I said I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing bad man this isn't this isn't my grace this year <laughs> and he says look how look how far you've come and look how good you've done and I was like wow it's like my you know vision of myself was being nicer <laughs> being nicer <laughs> to myself than I was right but I know that when you, whenever you see somebody on the trail, I, I know, I know you do it because you've done it to me at races. Then you see other people do it. Everybody's always very uh, uplifting to other runners, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I find that, I find that I, you know, whatever my vision was, talking to myself, I was, 
I, I was nicer to my, to myself than I, I was being internally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you've yeah. got to cut yourself, uh, cut yourself a little bit of a break. Uh, mm. and like I said, it's supposed to be fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's funny you say that though, because I, I tell people that all the time get, when you get, like, especially when you get into an aid station, even if you feel like, you know, poop, man, just, 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 a smile, ask them how they're doing, thank them, you know, like, you know, and just, just fake it till you make it kind of thing, that, you that, know? That's absolutely it. Cause it, it's gonna, it's, you know, I don't know, you always feel like your mood is permanent, right? But yeah, yeah. it's, it's chemicals and calories and then the weather and stuff. It's a bunch of these things too, right? It'll, it'll come around and it, it's, it's surprising how something like, you eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something, and then an hour later you're happier or something, right? I mean, these, <laughs> these things aren't uncoupled. Yeah, it's so weird. Or a, or a shot of Coke or, you know, uh, Coca-Cola. Let me say Coca-Cola. Yeah, Make sure I clarify that. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know about them Arkansas races, but <laughs> but uh, no, and just, you know, and, and I guess that comes too with knowing, you know, if anybody's new listening, you know, uh, people that have done it, you've, you've been there before. Like, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm yeah. hitting this low. So, it's a little helpful to know that. That you can, if you keep moving forward and give it time, you know, you'll come out of it, you know. That's it. And I always say, like, uh, there there were there have been a couple of races where I've kind of t- tanked it. So I would, like, definitely miss a cutoff and get pulled from a race or something. And I tell people, like, <laughs> I would have finished, but I missed a cutoff, man. And, and, <laughs> well, that's uh, a brutal honesty right there, man. <laughs> well, I would say every— I'm just going to hang out right here a little <laughs> Yes. Well, there was there was a race. It was and this was here, and, and uh, it was December, and it was raining, and I, I had the you know, what do they call hot hands, little chemical, little like yeah chemical packets. I had them in my mitten. I took my glove off to do something, and I and I put it, I put the mitten back on that had the hand warmer in it. And it was just like at summer camp where you put the guy's hand in hot water and he'd pee himself or something. And I did that. I I did it to myself. I peed myself in the middle of the race with these hot hands. And I thought, like, oh, oh no. my god, like, what are we? How, how far were you into this race, man? This was like eighty my eighty something miles okay. or something like that. But I got pulled right after that and just thought, like, what a what a what a, what, a, what a night. Yeah, I think I think I was that that was a pretty low point, and I just thought like, I mean the the the, the pee in my pants was funny. All right, that wasn't a low point. That that was kind of a that was kind of a comic flourish or something. I just thought like, it's it's been a, it's been a long night. It's cold. We could probably we could probably not finish this. <laughs> we could probably not finish this one. Man, well that I mean it 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 happens. I mean we I guess it happened. I mean it happened. It happened. <laughs> It happened, yeah. I don't. Oh. I don't feel. I don't feel any. Uh, yeah, I don't feel any worse about uh, who I am for for not. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. finishing well, a race. Well, when you put your body through through some of those things, and you know, and and like you said earlier, there, there, you can you can be like in the best shape of your life. Like uh, you know, I've I've trained so hard for this loving race. I, I I'll tell you, man, I put in some miles. I probably did, you know, more than I've ever trained for a hundred. And you know, something could happen on the trail. Could turn an ankle, fall, whatever. You know, you just you uh, just don't know. I mean, it, it's it's a hard thing to do, and I think that's part of the draw. <laughs> you know. I, I so I I would say be careful. You know that parting advice I'm going to give you: be okay. careful. So you kind of run up a road and you get on this whatever the spur is to to get on the Lovett Trail or something like that. I think your first mile or so is on road, 
Yeah. And you kind of go straight uphill, then you turn onto this this rocky trail. I, I slipped on a rock. Didn't really realize it, but I had slipped on a rock there, but, you know, several miles later, my ankle's stiff and swollen and all. And, and uh, come to find out, it, after the race, I'd sprained my ankle like mile <laughs> two or three two, or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, I was yeah. able to sort of sort of drag my leg around and, and finish the race or something. But it, by the end of it, like, I was running a trail a couple months later and slipped on a rock like that. It was like, that's what that's what happened to my race. I, I yeah, forgot yeah. that I sprained my ankle earlier in the race, but did that after the fact, and it, that feeling just just hit me and thought like that was what happened. That was why your race went so bad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, and it it happens, man. It, you know, you just just got to either deal with it or go home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I sh- yeah, I should have just turned around and walked back to the walked back to the hotel. At this point, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Didn't, yeah, I'm not yeah. that bright. You got it done. Well, um, so uh, over the course, uh, you, you're taking this break right now. And uh, real quick, I always like to ask um, about yes, equipment that you use. So, so you use? Uh, you, are you still you still running? Are you still in the red team this year? I'm on the red team this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet, awesome, awesome. So, so ultra shoes. Which which ones are you running on the trails with, or what's your favorite trail? So team? I run trails with with. I run the Lone Peak, even okay. though I think the Lone Peak has a has a little much a little too much cushion for me. I'd rather have a shoe with. Boy, if I could just have like a Lone Peak sole on the bottom of my foot, that would be about about perfect. So I I like. <laughs> I like a Lone Peak shoe. I wear uh, also a rep for a company called Exoskin. They make some some really nice mm-hmm. uh, copper 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 threaded socks and whatnot. But I found that with Exoskin, yeah, I ex- can I you you do them too. Yeah, the Exo toes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found that when I switch to those, I don't have to change socks. I don't have to lube anything. If I if I'm wearing Exoskin, I don't have to lube, nice. and I don't have to change socks. So yeah, when I've done love it, one pair of exoskin exo toe socks, lone peaks. That's it. I, I don't touch my shoes the, the entire the entire race. Nice. Hey, well, have you tried the, uh, the the superior, the newer superior? Because they're they're pretty lower. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. So, so I, I have a big I have a bit bigger of a foot in the the okay. superiors. What they call like this? I don't know the, the speedo cut kind of shoe or something. I, it's too. They always end up being being too too small for me. Okay, gotcha. But gotcha. I've heard the Lone Peak Five is coming out in a wide, a wide size, and I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna destroy a trail or, or two in those. Yeah. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to see those, man. They look, they look sweet from what I've seen. So we'll see what, how they what do. You, do. What are you, uh, what are you wearing on your feet? Um, I'm really liking. I, I'm kind of going a little bit more on the cushion. I, I'm liking the 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 temp, the new temp twos. I have to go up a half a size on them. And man, the Olympus, the new Olympus, man, they they are they are pretty awesome, man. Um, uh, especially for for the you know longer distance. I and I still I still wear Lone Peaks in in uh for some races and training, and I keep them as a backup for things. Uh, they're, they're that's a great shoe. That was my go-to shoe. Um, but I, I just I don't know since I started running rockier trails. I started liking a little more cushion. I ran a rocky trail once in the. Uh, I had a pair of. I think they were just the Olympus back back. Yeah, <laughs> back yeah, the yeah, yeah, the first ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I ran a rocky trail, and I was like, oh, I was like, I can't even, I can't even feel this stuff. It's just, <laughs> it's just a very different, very different feeling. 
Yeah, yeah. It just depends what you you know what you're used to and stuff. And so, well, so you shared you you wear the exo toes, which, mm-hmm. which I ordered another another pair today. Uh, that hopefully will be in soon. Um, do you um, and then what do you wear like pack wise? What's your your favorite racing? Oh, uh, so I I'm a, I'm a little bit I'm a I'm a a little bit bigger guy, have bigger shoulders and all, and I find a lot of like the a lot of the I'm trying to think of what they are like the ultimate direction and those are I've always found a little bit small and, and I had rep exo and I, I orange mud packs for, mm-hmm. for a few years they started making like a bigger pack for I don't know what they call it like it's a, I, I carry like I have carried like a a 20 liter pack for the last love it and traveler and all that I don't put anything in it but it's just a it's just a bigger pack yeah. it just it, fits, it just fits yeah. you better Okay, so, nice, so that's nice. what I do, but I don't do, I don't do, uh, I, I tried poles and couldn't figure it out. And, and the, the, the bigger pack was nicer for love it where it might, it might, you, you might get a little bit cold. You might want to carry an extra layer. At least I, I did. Right. So, yeah, no, I'm, that's a concern. I, I yeah, I'll, I'll probably, uh, the pack I'm using Did you use bottles or you use, is it a bladder in that pack you used? I, I do. I do the bladder, but I think you can do right. bottles in the front. I just, I just never, yeah. You know what I mean? The, bo- the people had the bottles with the straw <laughs> hitting them in the face or something. I never, I never, yeah. I, never I never got into it. The, yeah, the pack I'm, I think I'm going to use it. Uh, the, it uses bottles, but you can slide them like right at the small of your back. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Ultra Ultra Spire Momentum vest. Uh, I kind of like that one, so I'm going to go with that one. I think. I, I tell people the same with shoes. It, it's it's for for me fit, fit is is yeah. fit is, yeah. is 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 the most critical thing, right? People talk about. Uh, which shoe do you wear? Which shoe do you like? I, fit is always what I what I recommend, and the Ultra Lone Peak, for me, has all has always has always been what been what, what worked best for me. So nice, if the pack nice. fits, yep, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <you're> good. <laughs> uh, and then what do you, what do you, which light do you you use? You, what do you prefer for a light? Oh, so I do. I was say a few years ago there was an article in Outside Magazine about. Uh, light pollution and how they didn't like how some trail runners had really bright lights and i was like all right i'm not listening to that guy i, I get the brightest <laughs> i can get so i think i think i have a i think i have a black diamond headlight that, okay. that's it, it, it might have been the biggest it's like the biggest one where you don't have a battery pack in the back so i can't i can't remember gotcha. which one it is but but i wanted that okay. one and and uh I carry. I think it's an Ultra Spire, but there's like a fanny pack light with with just yeah yeah a very bright one in the front. And I found that, that the two of those together, uh, uh, the two of those together, I, I find work pretty work pretty pretty well. How, yeah. how about, how I, about I you? Like you doing a, a light, or are you doing the Kogalas, or? No, I, I do the Ultra Spire Waist Light uh, okay. because uh, with depth perception, especially on the Lovett Trail at night, man, with all the rocks and stuff, it just helps helps you to see better than just a, a headlamp. So that's that's I have a 600 lumen uh, waist. Yeah, that's what I, that's yeah that's that, that's what I that's what I had, and, and I found that that certainly got it done right. Yeah, I I have a Kogala. I got um right after I did uh, a race in Tahoe, but um you got to have that battery pack and stuff, and then you got to figure out how to mount it to your 
thing and it was just like i like gadgets and stuff but i like simplicity too and i just it was kind of a a lot of i don't know i didn't want to mess with it you know so i just throw i put i wear the belt and it works you know and if i need if it battery runs out i change the battery (laughs) yeah i I will say i have seen some people with some nice kogala setups and you see them and you're just like oh that's a nice like that guy looks like like he's got it going on a plane's about to land on you (laughs) yeah (laughs) It's, it's, it's really bright yeah but I like, yeah, the, the fanny pack I thought worked. It, 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 charger is the same one a lot of phones use or whatever, right? So it's very easy to yeah. charge, change batteries. Yeah, that that yeah, it's not enough for me to for me to consider something else. Yeah, easy peasy. And and then which uh, which GPS watch are you wearing? I think that's the last piece of equipment. So I switched to I switched to one of the Coros models. Uh, okay. I I think it's the Apex one, but it, at some point, I either had a problem with my Garmin or or or, or something happened to it, and, and like whatever the Garmin Garmin Phoenix was was, I think it was seven hundred dollars for like yeah the, yeah the newest one, and the Coros was I think I think it's the Coros Apex might be what I have. I think it was three hundred or three fifty. Yeah. And the battery life oh. was longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't like... <laughs> and I understand the Phoenix has all these, you know, maps and all these other sports and stuff. And stuff that I just... Just give me a GPS that I don't have to charge. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I, and I would say, yeah, I, I I have the problem of having to charge my watch in the middle of a race if I want it to last the whole time. And yeah. that went away, right? So that's that's... That's a battery pack and a charging cable that don't have to go in your your drop bag, right? And yeah, I, think I, yeah. I took all thirty four hours on Love It and still had twenty percent battery life. <laughs> so that's pretty amazing, man. I mean, it, that, it, talking about it, it's it's a complicated piece of equipment itself, you know. But it's simple if it simplifies your run and stuff. It's it's worth it, you know. If it makes things simpler for you, you don't have something something less to worry about, you know. Yeah. So I I I, I think there there has been some almost critical mass of runners or something every now and then you still get someone who's like well my sunto can can do all that i'm like okay got it but but you know for for the other 98 percent of us the the chorus is probably is probably is probably fine yeah 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 good good stuff well man um yeah i'm curious to just know you know i mean uh and see when you decide to come back when when the comeback of kurt will be you know so when is your year of strength training up <laughs> yeah so 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 my goal my i said a goal for this year was to hit for all my main kettlebell lifts i want to hit a 48 kilogram kettlebell for all my main lifts so that's a turkish get up swing snatch clean and press and squat and that might have been that. I can't remember. There might have been one more. Okay. Hit all those, right? So if I can do that with a 106 pound kettlebell, that's that's no that's no that's a that's a feat of strength. That's no. Yeah, that's, I was to say that's, that's something pretty. That's huge, man. <laughs> so I'd say if, if I do that by the end of the year, maybe I'll pick out an ultra summer of what year is it now? 21. Yeah. Maybe summer 2022. Maybe I pick out a maybe I pick out an ultra and try to do. Okay. Well, I, I think it, I don't know. I think a lot of times we're afraid to change things up in life and, you know, we kind of pigeonhole ourselves where I've got to do this or I've got to do that. So I don't know. I think it's cool that you change things up and for a season and, you know, why not? 
Yeah. Yes, sir. I, I, yeah, next time, next traveler, you'll see me. I'll be one of those guys like drinking, drinking water out of the gallon jug, you know, uh, <laughs> no sleeves on any of my shirts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, well, last last question, man. So, yes, if somebody's listening and, and they're contemplating their first hundred miler, because we've we've all had our first and we've all did these things, what what's the 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 one piece of advice? If you could give them one piece of advice as they're training for it and getting ready, what would you give that person? So, there used to be something I I used to say to people, but I but I, but I forgot, I forgot what it was. I used to, I used to have this figured out, but I, but I, I, I forgot it all. I think, <laughs> I think what I would, I think what I would tell somebody is that I would say that it, that it, that it, it's not going to hurt like that forever, but it, but it's, but it's probably going to, it's probably going to hurt. Right. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, be ready for the hurt. <laughs> like there's a there's a there's a, a cost, right? There's certainly a cost you you pay, and your body's going to pay for doing that for doing that race. Yeah. But, but, but eventually that eventually you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna run that hundred miles, right? Uh, so so I think that I think that would that would help that that if you you just understand just just a little bit just a little bit more, and and it's it'll be over soon. It's a great selling point for your hobby, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You love running? Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't last forever. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to (laughs) hurt. No, but no, it's good, though, because, I mean, that's reality, you know, and somebody, oh, it's going to be easy. You're going to have fun. And, uh, you know, you got to prepare yourself mentally as well as physically to, to do the, to do the, do what we do. So it's and, good. And it's not that much fun. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. It's, it's, it's one of those, like you look back after the weekend, <laughs> that was fun. But when you're doing it, it doesn't feel that fun. <laughs> well, like every, every, Every single ultra I've done, I come to a point where it's like, this is stupid. I'm hurting. Why am I doing this to myself? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Fisher, fishermen. I always say, yeah, fishermen is, is my my foil or whatever. And I'm like, fishermen are doing this. I should be a fisherman. <laughs> nice. Yeah, exactly. You just sit down and fish. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kurt, man, I, I uh, it's been it's been fun uh, visiting with you. I absolutely. Uh, I, yeah, I enjoy watching what you do, man. So, um, thank you for taking time. I know you're a busy guy. Thank you for taking time to visit with me, man. I appreciate it, and, and yeah, let me know how the race goes. I will, I will be following you from from inside, from the from the com- the sixty-seven degree house. Uh, I'll, I'll be watching you your whole your whole twenty-two hour finish. So, good luck, man. Nice. And I, if you hang out, if if you hang in there, I, I think you can do very well out there. Oh, I look forward well, to seeing how well you I, do. I appreciate it, man. I'll pre- hey, I'll, I'll use that as a, when I hit some lows, I'll be like Kurt's watching. I got to keep moving. <laughs> Enjoy it, man. It's a, it's a beautiful course. Oh, thank you, man. Well, Kurt, you take care out there, man. And thanks again for your time, man. And I look forward to seeing you on the trails again. All right. Yes, yes, sir. I'll see you.